Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Today is April 25th, 2022, and our first story and one of the biggest stories of the year Elon Musk has finalized the deal to buy Twitter. Twitter confirms the deal is done. Now, he doesn't own it yet. There's still some hurdles. But basically, they agreed to sell to Elon. Here we go. In our next story, Ethan Klein of H3H3 gets canceled again. He lost his sponsors after offending the LGBT community. Now he's getting yelled at again for mocking his previous apology. This segment is an example of why you don't bend the knee and you stay true to your principles. Our last segment actually is info on the Twitter buyout before the Twitter buyout was announced. I'm including it because there's important context in what's going on with Twitter, but it is a bit outdated because news was breaking so fast. If you like the show, leave us a good review, give us five stars and share the show with your friends. Now, let's get into that first story. As of about 1.30 p.m. today, the Wall Street Journal reported that according to sources with knowledge of the deal, Elon Musk and Twitter have reached a deal. And unless there is some last minute snag, it is done. The deal will be announced soon, potentially after the markets close today. We don't know for sure, but it looks, according to many different outlets like Elon Musk is going to become the new owner of Twitter. He will then take the company private. And boy, will there be some changes. Now, many people like to sit back and assume that some leader or hero coming in will save the day. This is not the case. Elon Musk is doing something tremendous. He may do good. It has yet to be seen. Now, the problems with Twitter are insurmountable have been going on since the inception of the platform, but really got bad around 2015 or 2016. You see, many of you may be wondering, why should I care about Twitter? I mean, only around 23% of people actually use the platform. And of those people, most, I believe it's around 80% are just following other accounts. Well, Twitter is the town square. It's where we as a nation, nay, a world, begin to communicate It's where we start the conversations. It's where the news cycle goes. Now, at any moment while I'm recording this video, there may be an announcement that Elon Musk has formally accepted the deal, that Twitter has formally accepted the deal. But as for the time being, it looks like it's done. And of course, you have the left 
in absolute meltdown. And it's strange. I mean, we often talk about what it means to be left or right, but the people who are typically aligned with opposing free speech, wanting more restrictions, wanting more corporate power, and wanting ideology basically over everything are losing their minds. Twitter employees are saying they don't know if they'll stick around. Former Twitter employees are saying, you know what? It's done. I will not tweet. Some of these people actually own Tesla vehicles. Now, how could that be? What is it really that they're mad about? Many are saying, well, we can't allow billionaires to take control of communication. Ignoring the fact that billionaires already have control of communication. Yeah, there's no real response other than these people do not want free speech. They don't want Donald Trump back on the platform. They don't want Alex Jones back on the platform. They don't want their political opponents to be able to speak and they will threaten to leave. But you know what I like about where things are heading? Hopefully they do. Elon Musk, he's he's the sane parent in this relationship. Right now, you've got the Twitter board. The Twitter board is the parent who says, stop yelling in my ears to their kids. When the kid screams, I want an ice cream cone. They go, "Okay, fine, I'll give you whatever you want. Elon Musk appears to be the parent who's saying, sit down, shut up, no ice cream cone, do your homework. And the kid says, but I'll hold my breath. And he says, hold your breath, see if I care. There's the door. You can leave. That's what needs to happen. If the adults want to have a conversation in the public town square social media platform, they're allowed to. If you don't like what the adults have to say, you're free to go. You see, for too long, Twitter has taken the stance of, well, people are complaining. Let's just give them what they want. And you know what? It's a simple algorithm. It is. If conservatives are willing to tolerate speech they don't like, They'll stick around the platform if the left says stupid things. If the left is unwilling to tolerate speech they don't like and they will leave, well, then you have one simple solution, according to Twitter's algorithm. Twitter's, I mean, internal algorithm, not literal code. Well, their mathematical formula is ban the right. We can get rid of the most egregious right wing actors. We'll retain more left wing uh, personalities and the right is going to stay no matter what. If we get rid of the left, then they'll hold temper temper tantrums. They'll leave. No, let's get things back on track. Elon Musk, because I'll tell you this, the left ain't going to be going anywhere. They can talk about leaving Twitter all day and night, but they're not going to do it. Now, around the same time that Elon Musk is set to become the new owner of Twitter, a smear piece, an expose is set to be released. Ah, interesting timing. And we also have several outlets, a couple outlets saying, here's how you delete your Twitter accounts. Bravo, Elon Musk. I'll tell you what I would love, because I don't know if I can actually pull it off, but I'm going to throw it out there for all of you guys. Elon and Jack Dorsey coming on TimCast IRL. Let's talk about this. Uh, Alternatively, it's not my position to say, but uh, Jack Dorsey, Tim Pool, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk. That's Joe's platform, though. I would just love to sit down with Jack and be like, "Okay, you're out. Why didn't you get these things done? Elon, what will you do? And then Joe is effectively the everyman who's going to be like, here's what we've seen so far. And uh, tell me that would not be an epic, epic event. At any rate, I'd love to have Elon and Jack to sit down on Timcast IRL and talk about this. But let's get into the story and see where we're actually at, because it is all but finalized. There could be a last minute snag. Before we get started, head over to Timcast.com. Become a member. Help support our work. As a member, you are keeping our journalists employed. We just hired another reporter. Reporters aren't cheap, my friends. You got to pay the good ones. You got to pay them well because we are in a sea of bad journalism. But we keep them employed thanks to you as members. We're going to be adding a couple columnists 
So they're going to be writing think pieces, analysis, and deeper stories. And that'll be some half for members, half, you know, available. We'll, we'll see how we figure it out. But let me tell you how this all began and why you should be a member at TimCast.com. You see, Twitter suspended the Babylon Bee. That's right. Twitter suspended the Babylon Bee. And Elon Musk called the CEO of the Babylon Bee and said, did they really suspend you? He said, yes. He's like, I might have to buy Twitter. And it all seems very strategic. Now, the Washington Post wrote a story about libs of TikTok, and they doxed, meaning they released private information on the person who made libs of TikTok. They're now denying it, saying, we never did that. They've now come out and said, I knew the Babylon Bee was working on a deal with libs of TikTok, but I didn't have the details. Well, the CEO of the Babylon Bee said, actually, no, I personally did the deal. The Babylon Bee didn't. All of this is linked together. So let me just add into the mix. As a member at TimCast.com, there is something else we will do with your money. Aside from hiring journalists, building the company that you're watching a video of right now, we're going to be buying a billboard in Times Square that reads, Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok. A simple message, perhaps a bit esoteric. The point is to rebut, to make a statement. And that statement on a billboard says a lot. It says, I'm willing to put my name up in, in, um, and money to tell people what really happened, to push back on the media lies. You can see Twitter is a part of that establishment. Twitter is a part of this big, dirty machine. And we will push back. Shout out to the, shout out to the Daily Wire crew who are helping make all of this happen because the co-CEO, Jeremy Boring, tweeted, I got half. So it's happening. But let's read what's happening here with good sir Elon Musk. TimCast.com reports breaking Elon Musk set to become new owner of Twitter. Twitter's board has reportedly reached a deal in the billion dollar bid to sell to Tesla's CEO and to take, take the company private. After a multiple week battle of deals, public opinion, pushback and criticism, Elon Musk successfully closed his bid to purchase the social media giant uh, Twitter. According to the Wall Street Journal, Twitter's board has accepted Musk's offer of $54.20 per share to purchase the entire company. The official details are set to be released. Now, I want to make sure I have all of the details correct here. The Wall Street Journal reports Twitter Elon Musk deal could be announced Monday. Turn of events comes days after the billionaire. Here's the way it's actually been broken down. They say, so this has been updated because I read this earlier, but we got more updates. The two sides worked the night to hash out a deal that could be valued at $54.20, $44 billion. Assuming there isn't a last minute sag, snag, the deal is expected to be announced after the market closes Monday, if not sooner. It's not clear why the total value of the deal has increased slightly from prior expectations, but it could be related to an updated share count. That is to say, Twitter came to Elon Musk and said, here's your offer. Here's where we're at. And he says, all right, well, it's going to be a little bit higher, I suppose. $54.20 a share is his best offer, but they said, actually, we have some shares over here. And he went, ah, okay. Well, there you go. Twitter is in advanced discussions to sell itself to Elon and could finalize a deal Monday. People familiar with the matter said a dramatic turn of events. Now, I want to be uh, uh, very careful here. We have, I have my breaking newsroom. Twitter, uh, Twitter shares are being halted as I am reading this right now. I have a deadline, my friends. I have no choice but to record at a certain point during the day. And so I'm sitting here pushing my deadline as hard as I can, like, make the announcement. And I've got my breaking, I got my newsroom over at TimCast.com ready to drop the news the moment it happens. And we'll pull it up. But for the time being, what we have 
Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Is that the Wall Street Journal has already stated the two sides worked the night to hash out a deal that would be valued at $44 billion. Assuming there isn't a last minute snag, the deal is expected to be announced. So sources are saying it is all but done. We've got breaking news from Disclose.tv just in. Twitter shares halted. Announcement imminent. Oh, man. I really do hate it when the breaking news comes 10 minutes into the segment. I've already recorded, but uh, it's okay. I will have the, 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 the description reflect news broke amid the reading of this. So here we go. Let's read some of the reactions because, as you know, it seems like everything is already underway. Inez Stepman, I thought this was a good tweet to read in this, uh, uh, in this story. Inez says, I honestly thought the system would find a way to stop Elon Musk from buying Twitter. So perhaps it's time to slightly reevaluate my intense pessimism. Ladies and gentlemen, as I sit here staring ever so patiently at my own newsroom, waiting for this announcement to come in, I want to make sure you all realize the battle is not over. Well, there are many battles, many battles that are over and some are ongoing. The war is not over. We have a chance to take back free speech. We have a chance to regain control in these platforms. Look at all these people right now. Leaving Twitter is, is, is trending. Misinformation is trending. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's saying, I'm leaving Twitter. We have this tweet from Ashley St. Clair. The same people who said they would move to another country if Trump won in 2016 are about to tweet they're leaving Twitter if Elon owns it. Mm-hmm. No, they aren't. I give you this thread from journalist Andy No. This one's fantastic. In it, no says, I will be documenting some of the illiberal, undemocratic reactions to the news that Twitter is set to accept Elon Musk's offer to buy the platform. Now, of course, there are many people, many on the left saying these things. I would like to show you, uh, I, I believe it's his last tweet in the thread because he, he, he does have many. Israel Ferrer Comacho, a former engineer at Twitter, announces he is leaving the platform following the revelation that Elon Musk will likely purchase the company. Comacho drives a Tesla. He tweeted, last tweet, thank you, everyone. It was great to meet you during this time. And he's got a photo of himself driving a Tesla. Elon Musk, arguably, arguably doing more to fight climate change than anyone else. Elon Musk is the richest man in the world because of his electric car company. What do they hate this guy for? Now, there's reasons to criticize him, but shouldn't they be happy? Ah, the real issue my friends, is free speech. Here's what's popped up already. This is from today, Newsweek, how to delete your Twitter account. Twitter users have been declaring their intention to quit, blah, blah, blah. Okay, sure. 
Let us, let us explain to you how to delete your Twitter account. Okay. Here's one from Lifehacker from a couple weeks ago, or just over a week ago. How to delete your Twitter account when you've had enough. Sure. Are they really looking to self-immolate instead of allowing Elon Musk to restore free speech? One of my favorite responses so far, I can't remember who it was. It might have been either Cassandra Fairbanks or Cernovich. They said, if 2015 Twitter comes back, the Dems are screwed in 2024. And perhaps the real issue is uh, just that. Here's another one. Variety reports. FX and the New York Times announce Elon Musk expose documentary. Really? Such interesting timing. Now, let me tell you, how, you guys how this stuff works. The expose was already in the works. This stuff takes a long time to actually get set up. So it's, it's, it's likely they've been sitting on this, waiting for the right moment. Likely what they did was they made an expose. They've, they've kept it available for edits and changes. They've probably added to it and changed it, but they're ready to pull the trigger the moment they get a big news wave. Now that Elon Musk taking over Twitter is like the biggest story ever, ever, they're ready to to launch it. I don't think they went after Elon Musk just because he bought Twitter. I think they're using it as an opportunity to go after Twitter. So it's not the same, but, you know, it's basically in line. Here is the uh, the tweet from Disclose TV. Twitter shares halted announcement imminent. Give us the announcement. Let us know exactly what's going on. We don't know. Oh, man. We do have a tweet from Elon Musk, though. He said, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. won't. Uh, It looks like we have the official announcement has just dropped. I don't know for sure because um, these are these are all breaking. We're pulling out of the newsroom right here. Market Rebellion verified says Elon Musk is buying Twitter for $54.20 per share. Twitter will become a privately held company. News breaking. Why do you guys got, got to break the news immediately? Let me just tell you, it is 2.52 as I'm recording this. I have a decent lead time on these segments. Let me give you some transparency, guys. Uh, a little, little understanding of how I do this. So these segments sometimes get recorded at 1.30, 2.30, 2, uh, 2 o'clock or 2.30. They go live at 4.00. My other segments on my other channel typically record an hour before publishing, and that's because those are more wild opinion, can float. These are structured. I have a big list of all the different source material that I've pulled up and researched and verified. And so it takes a little bit more time to put this one together and upload it, get the podcast ready. So that means at 2.53, we have the tweet. One minute ago, Elon Musk is buying Twitter. Now, okay, okay, hold on a minute. A lot of people have said this. A lot. I'm going to retweet this in real time. Just say a lot of people actually, you know, you know, you know, I'll do I'll quote tweet. And uh, uh, I hope this is final confirmation. There we go. As I'm recording. So, uh, you know, there you go. There's a lot to go through, though. The question is, can Elon Musk actually solve these problems? And there are some critic critics who I, who I think have uh, an interesting point to make. And then I'll refresh the Timcast articles. I think they're going to have that update in for us very, very soon. Elon Musk might not be the hero you think he is. And I don't mean he's a bad person. I don't think he's not a good person. Uh, I think that Elon is a great person. We got more tweets coming in in real time. Let me pull up these stories. I'm just going to, I got to do this. 
We have uh, uh, PR Newswire and shout out TimCast.com Newsroom for getting me the stuff as I'm recording live. I record these segments live to tape. PR Newswire says, news provided by Twitter Inc. Twitter today announced it has entered into a definitive agreement to be acquired by an entity wholly owned by Elon Musk for $54.20 per share in cash in a transaction valued at approximately $44 billion. Upon completion of the transaction, Twitter will become a privately held company. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I, I've got I've to tweet this out. I've got to tweet this out. This will be one of the weirdest uh, segments I've ever put up. It's done. Elon owns Twitter. There it is, everybody. I am, I am typing this out. Let me read the press release. They say, under the terms of the agreement, Twitter stockholders will receive $54.20 in cash for each share of Twitter common stock that they own upon closing of the proposed transaction. The purchase price represents a 38% premium. Brett Taylor, Twitter's independent board chair, said the Twitter board conducted a thoughtful and comprehensive process to assess Elon's proposal with a deliberate focus on value, certainty, and financing. As someone who owns 22 shares in Twitter, this represents around a six, I believe like a $5 or $6 gain per share for me. So uh, what am I I making? Like $130? All right. I'll take it. Quote, Free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated, said Mr. Musk. I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. Celebration. I'm going to go buy a cake. We are going to be talking about this big at t- on TimCast IRL tonight. If you haven't already, subscribe at youtube.com slash TimCast IRL. We will have this story up. We'll be talking about it all. It's going to, I'm, I'm just, this is amazing. A tremendous victory today for free speech, but let's see the moves Elon actually makes. They say, the transaction, which has been unanimously approved by the Twitter board of directors, is expected to close in 2022, subject to the approval of Twitter stockholders the receipt of applicable regulatory approvals, and the satisfaction of other customary closing conditions. Okay, well, hold on there a minute. Hold on. What if Vanguard, BlackRock, State Street, these other, these other uh, shareholders say no dice? Keep that in mind. The board says yes. The shareholders can say otherwise. I wonder if that means they're going to make me vote. I, look, I bought 22 shares. I had a thousand bucks in the account, and I was like, bye. We'll see what happens. It's possible They need to get to 51% of the shareholders. We'll see. First quarter quarter earnings. Twitter plans to release its first quarter fiscal year results before market opens on April 28th, 2022, in light of the pending transaction announced today. How much you want to bet that the money they made, their revenue is really, really bad for the first quarter? All right, check this out. We got these tweets that I think it's important to read. Professor Peter Hotez, MD, PhD. Who is this here, fella? Vaccine scientist, author, combat anti-science, BCM Houston, professor of pediatrics, molecular virology says, my take on Twitter. Each day I block two to four individuals or groups on average due to their menacing tweets or threats. That increases 10 to 20 times when Fox News anchors send out an evening dog whistle uh or attack. If under Elon Musk things remain as is, I suppose I'll probably tolerate it, but If each day starts to look like the day after a Carlson or Ingram rant against me, that would become too much of a time investment. And I would I would see I I would to seek an alternative. 
or just get off social media altogether. Trying to stay open-minded at this point, wait and see. I don't think it will be as easy as Musk seemed. Uh, so we have this from David Gorsky, who's responded. David Gorsky, a verified Twitter user, surgeon, scientist promoting science, says, I don't think it will be as easy as Musk seems to think it is to change Twitter, given his short attention span and other businesses. But I agree, if he buys it, I plan on taking a wait and see attitude, but I'll have a low threshold for bailing from this. But I have a, I'll have a low threshold for bailing from this hell site. I respect these takes. There are many people who are saying insane things like, that's it for me. I'm out. Mm. No, 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 no. This, is, this one makes sense. I, I actually agree. What if Elon doesn't fix things? What if things get worse? What if Elon doesn't bring back Donald Trump? What if he doesn't bring back Ver uh, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas? What if it's just, oh, great, now it's a private company owned by, owned by uh, Elon Musk? What if Elon Musk doesn't know how to deal with this? I don't know. But I show you this, a tweet from Will Chamberlain. We have, um, oh, this is the wrong one. I'll come back to this one. He's, uh, someone said, <clears throat> this Mason user, Seems like respectable take has moved from Elon can't actually buy Twitter to Elon can't actually change Twitter, which is even sillier. This man is one of the most capable recruiters alive today across industries demonstrably. He's not spending $43 billion just to F with you. Will Chamberlain says, it's an incredibly silly take. Twitter is not the federal government. Employees do not have civil service protections. There won't even be a board supervising Elon. He'll just be able to fire recalcitrant employees on a whim. Ah, <laughs> Here's what I want to see. Elon. All right. We need a Twitter board. So um, might I recommend at the very least Joe Rogan? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who else I would throw on this board, to be completely honest. Not Jack Dorsey. I like Elon. He's already there. OK. An advisory panel would be. Um, I don't know if Veritas would do would, would be the right fit for this either. But we want true champions of free speech. True champions of free speech. So we're going to need we're gonna need actual prominent personalities in this space uh, who, who can sit down and have a conversation and try and figure out if it's uh, uh, going to work. We've got a uh, we've got a, looks like we've got a, a, a another tweet here this time. Let me let me pull it up from the CEO Parag Agrawal. I believe this is a new tweet because the newsroom sending this stuff in real time. The Twitter board has reached an agreement with Elon Musk. Breaking. Parag Agrawal, the CEO of Twitter, says Twitter has a purpose and relevance that impacts the entire world. Deeply proud of our teams and inspired by the work that has never been more important. Cassandra McDonald, formerly Cassandra Fairbanks, if you know her, says we're going to make mean tweets great again. I'm just so excited for all of this. Now, there is the question of whether or not Elon Musk will actually be able to fix this. Let me show you this. Washington Post reports Elon Musk's Twitter bid frustrates employees. It's a risk for him. I disagree. The narrative they're trying to run with right now is that employees are going to revolt. They're going to quit. No, they're not. How many conservatives have said uh, some will? Don't get me wrong. Many, many will. OK, but hold on. It will not. It will not collapse. How many conservatives said I can't stand up because I lose my job? Do you think that the average leftist in San Francisco can afford to just walk out of Twitter? Stop working? They can't. Many can. Most can't. They'll just keep doing their jobs. In fact, the woke aren't even the overwhelming majority of this country. I'd be willing to bet many of the Twitter employee, Twitter's employees are going, yes, thank you. Probably excited that now some sanity will be returning to the platform and to this world. I want to pull up this tweet from Will Chamberlain and show you the utter hypocrisy we see from these, from these establishment leftists. Robert Reich, 
and how you pronounce his name, says, Musk and his apologists say if consumers don't like what he does with Twitter, they can go elsewhere. But where else would consumers go to post short messages that can reach millions of people other than Twitter? The free market increasingly reflects the demands of big money. I despise these people. They're evil. You know, I was saying the same thing, Robert, when they banned Donald Trump. And you said, you can just go make your own. It's a private company. Sure. Here's another tweet from January 9th, 2021. Anyone who is saying Twitter's ban violates the First Amendment doesn't know Twitter is a private company and the First Amendment protects individuals against the government. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sure. It's a private company, Robert. Okay. It's a, it's, you, you can go wherever you want. Now, his, his, his tweets aren't inherently hypocritical. I think I think there's an essence of it, though. I want to be careful because I really hate it when the left or, you know, establishment voices pull up libertarian or conservative voices. And then they'll be like, these two tweets are at odds with each other when they're not really. You know, the first one is, is just saying it's a private company. The First Amendment doesn't apply. The First Amendment is about government restriction. But free speech, as we often re- refer to it, is about a principle. Now, the reason I bring this up is that Twitter's ban violates the First Amendment Sure, is technically correct, and people shouldn't say that. But what actual, the actual argument is, is it violates free speech. It does, because free speech is not a law or an amendment. It's a principle. The First Amendment, in fact, isn't just about the freedom of speech. It's about religion, the press, redress of grievances, etc. So, Robert, to come out now and say this ridiculous line is just, it's, it's, I find it to be laughable because we've been saying it forever. This is actually the free speech people have been saying this to all of you. Here's how I explain it to people. If you get banned from Twitter, they say, go make your own. Yes. But that's like saying everyone's welcome to come in to Madison Square Garden and speak your piece to the world. But if we don't like you for some arbitrary reason, we'll kick you out. By all means, you can go to your local high school, stand in a field and yell to whoever you want. But the local high school football field has only a few thousand people in it. There are some bigger stadiums, like a million, four million, but Twitter has hundreds of million, millions. And if you want to reach them, that's how, it, that's how you do it. The real value of Twitter is it's a massive breaking news community, and Elon Musk can fix it. There are some challenges that lie ahead, and we'll see. I think we may have an update over at TimCast.com. Elon Musk successfully buys Twitter. There it is. So it, this will be reflected in the headline and the thumbnail. And then for those that are watching, I'll have to wait 10 minutes, but I'll put that in the, in, in the description because the news broke out. How else are you going to do it? You know, how else are you going to do it? It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Will people actually leave? I don't believe they will. Will Elon Musk actually succeed? Remains to be seen. Jonathan Turley over at the Hill writes, Twitter faces the nightmare of being forced into free speech. It's a story from April 16th. So a little while ago. Twitter's board of directors gathered this week to sign what sounds like a suicide pact, the poison pill. I want to bring this up. Now, there's a few few ideas that I want to mention in this. Being forced into free speech. This shows, actually, let me just read what he says. Uh, uh, he mentions fiduciary duty. And, uh, well, I'll just give you the gist of it instead of reading through everything. The idea is that 
Twitter should have embraced free speech from the get-go for the sake of uh, maintaining their fiduciary duty to the shareholders. By choosing ideology, such as banning commercials on uh, advertisements for climate change, they were actually sacrificing revenue for the sake of ideology. Now they're being forced to uphold it. Right. Well, it's better for the company. Elon Musk is going to take a bunch of money. And I also want to mention, as per this article, the poison pill failed. They had no choice. I think Elon Musk planned this masterfully. And I'll break it down real, real simply. They're supposed to announce quarterly earnings on Thursday. Their earnings are likely to be bad because Twitter sucks. The stock will drop. Elon comes in and says, here's the money. Twitter then says, if we don't accept this, and we know that we're going to release a a very crummy earnings report and the stock drops, there's going to be a revolt. We're going to get sued by every single shareholder. Take the offer. At the very least, the board says yes, kicks it to the stockholders who can then press their votes. But I think it'll be interesting because Twitter's going to have to say, guys, the earnings report is coming out and you know what that means, right? Means y'all are going to lose a lot of money unless you take this deal. Oh man, there's going to be so much to talk about tonight, but it's hard to do all of this when it's, when it's, um, when it's happening live as I'm recording. So live, live, live to tape the perils, right? I want to show you something. I want to I end with this note about who Elon Musk is. Some people have stated that Elon Musk is a, is a master of manipulation. And his real goal is to make positive changes while being a bit manipulative in the culture war. Meaning he's trying to avoid too much exposure. I'll put it this way. Whole Mars catalog tweeted. So apparently Bill Gates hit up Elon Musk to discuss philanthropy on climate change. But Elon asked if he had, a, he had half a billion dollars short on Tesla. Bill said he hadn't closed it out, so Elon, Elon told him to get lost. So Bill Gates tweet, uh, texts him, and Elon says, do you still have half a billion dollars short against Tesla? Bill responds, sorry to say I haven't closed it out. I would like to discuss philanthropy, philanthropy possibilities. Elon responded, sorry, but I cannot take your philanthropy on climate change seriously when you have a massive short position against Tesla, the company doing the most to solve climate change. Here's what I, here's, here's what I think works about Elon Musk. He is doing a lot to solve climate change. He is. It is cheaper and easier to get electricity from for your car than it is to ship gasoline and fuel to all these, you know, gas stations. Twitter for $44. Twitter takeover, $44 billion actually. Twitter's been taken over. Wow, you love to see it. Elon is doing tremendous, uh, a, a, a tremendous amount of good for climate change. He's working for free speech. It, he, he, he's the guy, he's paid more in taxes than anyone else. It seems like Elon is taking the complaints of the left very seriously, but they hate him anyway. In doing so, he's exposing the hypocrisy. Bill Gates wants to fight climate change, but he's got a, a half a billion dollars short against Tesla. These people are not serious people. Barack Obama wants to complain about climate change. Barack Obama's property on Martha's Vineyard will be underwater. If I believe like three or four, I think at three feet, his property is sinking. At five feet, it's gone. So they're saying the, the, the waters are going are gonna to rise. All right. Now, when this takeover will happen exactly, I don't know. Sometime this year. <clears throat> so it's not that it happens immediately. I'm so excited. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to see Donald Trump say, thank you to the wonderful Elon Musk for, for doing what was right and giving me back my Twitter account. And uh, it also means something very interesting. Do I have this? Uh, I, I could have sworn I had this story pulled up. From Bloomberg, 
Musk buying Twitter could be nail in the coffin for Trump's back. That's right. All of these alternatives. No. If Elon steps in, you're going to see everybody get hurt. Minds.com will get hurt because free speech is coming back. Parler is already suffering. Truth Social, Getter, and Gab. People are going to be like, we're back, baby. So uh, Miley Yiannopoulos, Laura Loomer, Donald Trump, Alex Jones, Project Veritas, every person who said learn to code. But will Elon Musk restore everybody? I don't know. Maybe he will. What will the rules be? Will Elon Musk get rid of the misgendering policy? Yo, Elon, come on. Come on the show, man. Oh, man, I'd love to have be that would be that'd be epic. But uh, maybe maybe Tim Cass is just does, does not have the poll to get the world's richest man. Exciting news, everybody. I'll leave it there. Next segment will be up tonight at youtube.com slash timcastirl with all the updates, longer conversation on this. It's going to be big, baby. We will see you there. Support our work at timcast.com and we'll see you all 8 p.m. tonight. The saga of Ethan Klein is a warning to everyone as to why you do not try to pander and you do not apologize. Now, what do we mean when we say don't apologize? We mean don't apologize when you did nothing wrong. If there's something you did that you think was wrong, I guess you have no choice but to apologize if you regret doing it. But I suppose you'll need to have a bit of spine, meaning that even sometimes when you do things that might be wrong, you still stand by your sentiment, but can apologize for delivery. In this story, Ethan Klein of H3H3 Productions loses his sponsors after he makes offensive comments about the LGBTQ plus community. Well, Mr. Ethan Klein, as you and many others are, are, are probably aware, leftist organizations and cultural groups are easily offended, in which case you're going to be apologizing for everything, even if you made a, a passive joke. Because of this, Ethan Klein lost his sponsors, and it was actually a big deal. People were saying, hey, look, man, you reap what you sow. Ethan had taken down episodes of his podcast where he interviewed Jordan Peterson, but not other controversial episodes. And he said it was something to do with Jordan Peterson's dangerous ideas of the right wing pipeline or other fake news trash. Ethan is just desperate to latch on to what he thinks will make him money. I feel for him. I really do. He seems like a kind of a clueless guy. And I'm not saying that to be mean to the guy. He said it himself. He's not a political guy. He can talk to you about life and pop and pop culture stuff. Sure. But in this political arena, as everything has become political, he has no idea what he's doing. So he loses his sponsors. Jordan Peterson responded when the episode was taken down saying, I liked you. But, you know, rest assured, you will be held to an ever uh, to, to an ever increasing standard, which you will not be able to maintain. And then they will devour you. Okay. Ethan Klein is once again being canceled, this time because he jokingly mocked his own apology. And now people on the left are saying, you never meant that apology at all. Let this be a video. Let this video be a sort of warning sign as to why I don't entertain bad faith garbage. Why the only thing you can do is stand up for what you believe in and tell everyone else to shut up. If you don't like it, don't watch it. I don't care if you're on the left, right, up, down, religious, not religious. I'm going to say what I think and feel. And if you don't like it, there's nothing I can do. I'm not going to keep trying to play whack-a-mole, trying to figure out what won't or will upset somebody. I'm going to say what I think. And that's about it. Here's the tweet. 
Keemstar's got the latest. Now, before we get started, my friends, we're also going to be talking about how the media lies. Because this is the point about the games they play. They will lie, they will cheat, they will steal. And as we're in the whole Twitter drama space, I just want to let you know that uh, I am working on buying a billboard in Times Square that reads, Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok. Something like that. And the reason for it is, look, I don't care all that much if they, if they want to report on libs of TikTok. Lib, of course, for the, I, I assume most of you know, but libs of TikTok is just an account on Twitter that aggregates videos from leftist personalities that are not flattering. It's these people on the left saying ridiculous things. You want to criticize them? Fine. Go ahead. So be it. You want to dox them? Sure. I think it's wrong. It's the gaslighting. You want to, Taylor Lorenz went on CNN and said the right wing media lies. Everybody lies, I guess, but not in this regard. You lied. If you want to come out and lie on CNN, not like anybody's watching it, I'll do this. I'll spend the money and we'll get a billboard in Times Square saying that. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll say something like you lied. Now, I think we're going to keep it simple and just be like Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok. Just so it's, it's there. It's on the record. It's a statement. So be it. But what we need, if we want to challenge all of this and show people what's going on, go to TimCast.com. Become a member to help support our work. Buying a billboard in Times Square is ridiculously expensive, but, uh, you know, I've been thinking about what Elon Musk is doing, and I'm like, we got to do more stuff like that. So I will. My goal will be to get as many people to sign up for TimCast.com as possible, because I got to be honest, a billboard in Times Square, it's going to run between like $100,000 and $250,000. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Um, it's going to serve as an advertisement, you know, obviously for the work we're doing. It's going to serve as an advertisement for our ideas and, and you know, our goal of pushing back on media lies. I don't want people to think it's just like, you know, we're trying to uh, smack talk somebody. But, um, you know, I, I think with your support, we'll be able to pull this off. But I also want to do something special, something very, very special. My friends, in this segment, as we talk about how Ethan Klein has... No sponsors, because he was canceled. I'd like to give a shout out to Virtual Shield by heading over to surfinginternetsafe.com. Why, yes, Timcast has sponsors. And uh, this one's actually kind of funny and a bit meta. Surfinginternetsafe.com will bring you to Virtual Shield and you'll get a 50% off lifetime discount. A virtual private network is a basic layer of security for you as you browse the internet. If you want to have that basic layer of security, get a VPN. I recommend Virtual Shield because they've, they're, they're, they're a great company. It's really easy. They've got, it works on almost every operating system. You don't got to think twice. You download it, you press the button, boom, basic layer of security. It's going to prevent governments, hackers, it just nefarious actors from trying to steal your information, and it encrypts your Wi-Fi as well. So if you're broadcasting to a Wi-Fi router, that's also going to be protected. Again, surfinginternetsafe.com. And uh, I want to point something out. Ethan Klein loses his sponsors. Virtual Shield has sponsored my YouTube channel, my first YouTube channel, and they now sponsor... Well, I, I don't really do sponsorships on, on the TimCast channel anymore, but they still sponsor the work I do. I've never had this issue where they've come and they've been outraged and said you're offensive. And I get insulted and smeared all the time on the internet. Go to surfinginternetsafe.com, support a company that won't play these dirty games and will provide you with security. Here's a tweet from Keemstar. Ethan Klein's LGBTQ plus fans were just starting to get over how his homophobic remarks, get over his homophobic remarks from two weeks ago. And now he memed his original apology showing a lack of sincerity in his apology in the first place. Now they're upset again. Ethan hates the gays, says Ethan. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, says Keemstar. So here's the original apology April 12th. 
following this story. Let me see if I have it right here. This is from hitc.com. YouTube, YouTuber Ethan Klein claims he has lost sponsors in H3 podcast episode. They said in a recent episode, Ethan explained the comments he made about gay men a few days ago had angered fans who have taken it upon themselves to get rid of the sponsors. The YouTuber also issued an apology later as his comments ruffled some feathers. Well, here's what he said. To my LGBTQ plus fans, I am sorry for the comments on today's show. The sexualization of gay men and the grouping of tops and bottoms is a stereotype that I will be trying to unlearn. Apologies to the caller, too, who I shouldn't have pressed inappropriately. Hope you guys know I always mean well. That was April 12th. Well, on April 23rd, Ethan said, To my English fans, I am, so- I am sorry for my comment on today's show. My judgment of beans on toast being gross is a stereotype that I will be trying to unlearn. Apologies to all English people who I should not have pressed inappropriately. Hope you guys know I always mean well. And now you have these responses from people saying, and, and you wonder why you are losing members. It's been a ride watching this guy's career take off and then crash and burn. And among others, among other things. Ethan Klein apologizes for homophobic James Charles comments on H3 podcast. There is no winning, good sir, Ethan Klein. There is no winning. You can only be true to yourself. Now, perhaps Ethan thinks he needs to be. Look, I don't think Ethan has any political positions. I think the dude is, I have to be honest, on the back end of the bell curve, you know, whatever he's 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 on. He's on the on the decline. You know, all, all things come, all things go. I'm sure that'll that, that'll be true for a lot of people, but uh, uh, in entertainment. So I've never been a bi- big fan of trying to make an investment in an entertainment career. How long will you be entertaining for? The, the FUPA guy with the double chin and the hat, you know, he was only a character that was memeable for some time. Ethan made a, a, a great business move when he shifted from his goofy YouTube videos into podcasting and started interviewing people like Jordan Peterson. All of a sudden, you had what may have eventually been a new Joe Rogan. He was edgy. He was offensive. He was a funny guy. And he was willing to talk to people who were considered controversial. Now he's not. He's not funny. He's funny a little bit. But what I mean is he's given up on, on being this, this the, the comedic, edgy personality because he's worried about offending people. He's given up on interviewing controversial figures because he's worried about, worried about offending people. You will drift into obscurity if you are not willing to press the envelope and say what needs to be said. Well, that's it for Ethan, I suppose. Now, look, dude's rich. I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, he's got a big podcast still. He's going to retain many of his uh, members, but he's losing a lot, apparently. At least that's what they're saying. He's losing sponsors. Let me tell you, man, here at TimCast IRL and TimCast.com, we have too many. No, for real. You know, we only do so many sponsor spots every every month. It's like between six and eight. We've increased a little bit. And that's because I tell our ad sales guys, like, I don't want them. We've got we've got a, a couple different com- uh, companies. And I just say, like, not interested. I, I don't want to deal with it. That's fine. I want to make sure we're only onboarding sponsors who are legit, who are willing to say we will not be a part of cancel culture. We believe in what you're doing. I'm not going to play these games. I issued an apology once. I apologized for being crass in reference to Andy No getting attacked by Antifa, saying that it was stupid for him to go out into this protest. And, you know, I can say this. My sentiment stands. And it stood when I talked to Andy No about it. 
And I was like, I could have been a bit less crass about it. That I can acknowledge. But, you know, sometimes, depending on what a person does, I can be a bit crass. To be fair as to why I said, you know, I apologize if I did come off that way, because Andy No did not, uh, in, in getting attacked, do anything untoward to me or anybody else. And typically when I am being snarky or snide, it's because someone is lying, deceiving, or manipulating. And so that I can accept. That I can accept. But uh, I'm more than willing to look at every chat in, in Timcast IRL and be like, nope, don't care. You're wrong. And they'll be like, Tim's wrong about this. Tim's wrong about that. And I'll be like, nope. Look, man, I, I, I just can't. I, I'm not going to live in this world that Ethan lives in where you're beholden to people who watch you. If people end up not liking me, they can leave, I guess. Or they literally can. People do it all the time. You know, the, 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 the uh, Trump's, hardcore Trump supporters were uh, uh, very vocal about their distaste for me and the words they used when I said I didn't think Trump's narrative on fraud was correct. They're like, oh, he's just saying they doesn't believe it. Of course, I don't think Trump is correct. I've said it a million times. I said it to Bannon's face. I can say it with conviction and passion. I can tell you exactly why. I think people who are, look, you know what really bothers me? Tennessee Republicans booting Robbie Starbuck. That is evil. But you can see the dirty games they play. It's overt. It's above board. It's just unethical. It's just dirty. But of course, people got mad. I'm not going to come and be like, I'm so sorry, Trump supporters. No. And then, and then people are saying things like, Tim just says what he thinks will keep, you know, will keep him on the platform or whatever. It's like, dude, I have, uh, there are some things that I think are not, we don't need to say. Uh, a name, for example. And we set up TimCast.com so we can keep saying things. I will say, in all honesty. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There are some things we will avoid saying, but it's usually things that, like, you can't talk about voter fraud on the platform, whatever. I don't agree with that narrative anyway. I had a great conversation when we were in Austin with Michael Malice when he was, you know, basically saying the same thing. It's, it's like voter disenfranchisement to tell people there's fraud. I just, I just don't see it. I think there's dirty games being played in the legislature, and there were lawsuits and all of that, and we should pursue that route. But uh, there are, of course, things you can't say on YouTube. Typically, it's not that big of an issue, you know? And if we want to talk about stuff we think might get us in trouble, we just go on TimCast.com. But honestly, that is not as often as people try to claim it is. They think that secretly behind the scenes, I don't believe the things I'm saying. On you. Get out of here, dude. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to play the stupid games that these people are playing. I'll tell you the games we are playing. Here's a tweet. Should I buy a billboard in Times Square saying Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok? I wouldn't care if they just owned it, but the gaslighting deserves a proper rebuttal. They got the Washington Post, big reach. You know, they, they got that, and uh, they got on CNN and other big networks. Now, I know, countering that narrative goes on Tucker, but um, I, want, I want a proper rebuttal. Times Square, big billboard. Now, here's what we'll accomplish. We'll be advertising TimCast.com. We will be advertising our disdain for media lies. We will be correcting on the record a media lie. And all in all, I think it's a great marketing spend. If you want to support that effort, and it is expensive, 
head over to TimCast.com and become a member because I think it's between $100,000 and $250,000 for a typical ad run. Now, I don't know exactly how it will work. It may not end up being uh, being that expensive at all because, ladies and gentlemen, the, from the Daily Wire, our good friend Jeremy Boring, co-CEO, says, yes, do it. I'm good for half. My response, all right, how do we do this? To which Jeremy said, I have a billboard in Times Square right now for Jeremy's razor, for Jeremy's razors. First thing we should do is see if we can swap it over or get extra time. I'll have my guys reach out to the agency in the morning. It's happening. Conversations are currently underway to get a billboard up in Times Square because I am sick of sitting back and just saying words. You can only complain about something for too long before you just say, you know what? How about this? How about we do something about it? How about we put our money where our mouths are? I look at Elon Musk buying Twitter, and I think to myself, I wish I could do what Elon Musk hath done or is trying to do. What he has done is made an offer on Twitter. I certainly don't have access to that much capital, but sure. What we can do as our companies become ever more successful is push back, build culture, shake the system up a little bit. The Daily Wire has certainly been doing that. Jeremy is certainly down to do it. I'm a big fan of the Daily Wire, guys. And I'm certainly willing to do it. We need to get in the face of culture and say, it's time to do stuff. <clears throat> now, what's a Times Square billboard really going to do? You know, like I mentioned, it's good marketing. It might get some earned press, meaning it'll ruffle the feathers of these leftist blue checks. We're going to be like, oh, you bought a billboard. Yeah, we could buy a billboard. You can't. Too bad. You see, you know what these blue check journalists do? They get jobs at these media outlets where there's natural pull. They, they are wearing the Washington Post and the New York Times like skin suits, milling around saying, we're journalists. And it's like, no, you're not. You're activists. Be an activist. I don't care. You're allowed to be an activist. But shut up with the gaslighting. The Washington Post originally included a link to the real estate license of the person behind libs of TikTok, which included a private home address. The only deflection the left seems to have on this one is it's a work address. No, no, it's a private home address listed in public records, in residential records as a home address. And it is also an address of an LLC. But she worked there. Yes, because in New York, buildings are residential commercial splits. Spare me. I don't need to explain to you why it says contact address and includes an address which is listed publicly as a home address. Y'all are liars. That doesn't matter. The Washington Post outright said we did not link to personal information or something to that effect, like private information. They did. That is outright a that is an outright lie. So we're going to push back on these lies. So what happens when you get canceled and your sponsors pull from you? Well, Ethan Klein did mention in that, vi in that video that um, he has members and they are keeping him afloat. Absolutely. And that's why I think membership drive is so much more important. And you know what we're going to do with your memberships, my friends? We're going to, well, we're we just hired another journalist, a great new journalist. We are hiring a couple columnists to write members-only content. So if you're a member, you'll be getting now written opinion stuff with a comment section. There's a lot going on this week. You know, we took comments off the website. Maybe you noticed that. Some people were not happy about it. It's because there's stuff happening behind the scenes, and I, I, I would, I, we got to wait until we can make the big announcement. I believe in transparency. I really do. I, re I really, really do. I want to make sure you all know exactly what's going on behind the scenes. 
In due time, though, it's not so simple to just come out and just say, <clears throat> you know, here's what we're doing, because then our enemies will be given ammunition to use against us. But when it launches, you'll see it happen. And I think it should be happening this week, perhaps maybe even today or tomorrow. And then I'm going to come out and we're going to say a bunch of stuff and it's going to be epic. And then we're going to have members only columns. We're going to have people writing up, uh, um, you know, their thoughts and analyses. We are going to be including voices. You know, I, I would love to get leftist voices. I'd love to have stuff from Jimmy Dore, for instance. He runs his own show, so, you know, he should do his thing. I am a fan of, uh, of people expressing their left-wing views. The difference between what I mean in terms of an article and the culture war. The colloquial left in the culture war just lie all the time. An actual leftist, someone who wants, you know, like communism, so long as we agree on the facts... I don't care what your opinion on economics is. We'll argue. You are allowed to have a different opinion on how to move forward. You are not allowed to have a different set of facts. Facts are facts. Now, there is one study. It'll say X. And another study will say Y. There'll be one poll saying X and one poll saying Y. If Gallup comes out and says most people are pro-life, the fact is Gallup says most people are pro-life. Not that most people are pro-life, because polls are conducted differently. But it does mean there are conflicting facts as to how we're persuaded. I would love to explore that. I would love to see a left-wing or right-wing person write a column and actually have some, some debates. I'd love to actually create a debate column. Like Newsweek does this. Get two people to write about a specific topic, and then we post it. And we're going to make members-only columns. The news will always be a free element because we want people to know the truth. And then the columns, thoughts and opinions, will be members-only. And we're going to expand that uh, delivery. The other thing we're going to do with your money is we're going to market in the most effective way possible. In the most effective ways possible. Jeremy of uh, uh, The Daily Wire launched Jeremy's Razors. Not only is it some of the best marketing ever for The Daily Wire, it's a legitimate company and they're signing up members. As Jeremy's Razors says, stop giving your money to people who hate you. Give it to me instead. I agree with the sentiment. It's brilliant. Well, Jeremy Boring is going to cover half of the billboard. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what it's going to say. I, I'm pretty sure it'll say TimCast.com on it because it's legitimate. You know, I want to market our disdain for media lies. That's what we're about. We, you know, if there's one thing that drives TimCast.com, it's not left-wing politics or right-wing politics. It's freedom and honesty. And of course, they'll come out and be like, Tim's lying. He's grifting. No, we have journalists. We have journalists who debunk things. And it's really funny to me that the right, the, the, the very strong Trump supporters can be like, Tim's wrong about voter fraud. He's only saying that to stay on YouTube. And then the left looks at that and says, Tim is pushing the lie about voter fraud. Isn't that amazing? From the left, they're claiming I believe the lie. And from the right, they're claiming I don't. Perhaps it's because all I care about is, is it true? When it comes to opinions on how things should be, capitalism or communism. Well, I'm a capitalist. I am not for complete unregulated free markets. I'm rather centrist right there. But I believe we should have a bit freer market. I think in many ways our tax system is broken, but we should have, uh, you know, I suppose the issue is this. I want rich people to pay more taxes. I want lower income people to pay less taxes. So it should be scaling up to the you know, wealthier you are. It should be, it, 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 we, we, got, we got to reassess this, right? And I think our taxes should be going towards things like infrastructure, healthcare, not war and foreign nation building. 
I just think about how stupid it is that insurance is tied to business and how it's a hurdle for businesses to expand because they need to offer up health care. You know, we try to hire people and they're like, do you offer insurance? Like, we can't. Like, there's actually legal limits and restrictions, so we're working on that. We'd like to. But then we also got to consider, like, we have to include that in cost and it's going to cost us more money. So, man, I'd love it if we just had universal basic health care plus supplemental private insurance, meaning you break your hand, you get the flu, we take care of you for more exotic and extreme instances like, you know, cancers and stuff, then you're going to need supplemental insurance on top of your basic uh, universal care. But I'd rather my, my military tax dollars go into healthcare. It's far from perfect. Ultimately, the point is, it's funny how you can hear that and be like, well, Tim certainly doesn't agree with these conservatives, but yet we agree on honesty and truth. That's what it's all about. Stop giving your money to people who hate you. Give it to TimCast.com because we don't hate you. We want to tell the truth to everybody. We want you to make decisions for you based on true and correct information. We don't want to be in charge of you. And we're going to use your money for hiring journalists, expanding the company, building infrastructure, and challenging the establishment and calling out their lies. We will not. I will not just pander to people for, for clicks, for members, or any of that stuff. I won't do it. You have to believe that we are just trying to do the right thing and be honest. It means we get things wrong sometimes. It means we'll issue corrections, and it means you can submit corrections. In fact, maybe one thing we should probably do is have like a, um, a VIP corrections line. You can email, uh, you, can, you can issue uh, uh, corrections at TimCast.com. We take corrections all day, every day. We issue them. I go through and make sure to, to make things are corrected if they, if they haven't been. But maybe we'll do a VIP access line. If you're a member, you know, we'll have a, a, a special mailbox that we'll check. Because we don't have, we don't like, we get tens of thousands of emails from the general public. Maybe the member line will be, if you're a member, you can contact us through the member line um, only for members. And we'll have to figure it out because I don't know how, to, how, how it would actually work if people can just share, share the email. But we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll figure out like a form or something we can do. And uh, we'll put up a billboard. As for Ethan Klein, you see what happens when you become corrupt. Ethan is trying to run a business and I can respect that. He doesn't want to lose members or money. I can respect that too. But lying and pandering and backing off of you, because backing off of your positions and your jokes is just, it's not a winning position. And I'm not going to live in that world and you shouldn't either. Next segment is coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash TimCast. Thanks for hanging out and I will see you all then. In case you didn't already know it, Elon Musk is a genius. I think everything he's doing is very strategic and it's working. And now we have this breaking news. Twitter is set to accept Musk's $43 billion offer. This is from Reuters. And we have an in-depth breakdown from the Wall Street Journal. Twitter deal could be announced Monday. Turn of events comes days after the billionaire unveiled his $43 billion bid for the social media company. And already, RIP Twitter is trending on Twitter. We have all of the blue check journalists and activists saying, I will leave this platform if Elon Musk buys it. And they won't, just like they didn't go to Canada. My friends, Elon Musk has planned this out. And I think he did it. He did it rather quickly. I mean, the instance of uh, this all started with the Babylon Bee getting suspended. Elon Musk then calling up the CEO of the Babylon Bee and saying, you really get suspended over this joke? And they're like, yes. He's like, I might have to buy Twitter. We have this tweet here from Tim Young. This is from April 14th, right? So this is 11 days ago. He said, I bet a few people at Twitter HQ are regretting suspending the Babylon Bee. Tim Young is a columnist for the Washington Times. 
author and host and comedian. And I'd say yes, but it's not about just the Babylon Bee. It's about a, a pattern of behavior that Twitter engages in where they seem to think that the healthy conversations are when their psychotic ideologues run around destroying things and screaming at people and insulting them. But uh, um, when the right says something like, here's a joke, they say, get them out of there. I suppose the idea, this is what some people have said, insiders, they just want civility. That's all they want, civility. Yeah, well, the issue is in order to reduce the conflict, they said, we just choose one side to get rid of and it doesn't work. People on the right get angry, the platform suffers, and they lose money. Here's the real issue for me. I am but a humble and small Twitter shareholder. I bought 22 shares when um, I, I bought, I think, 21. I might have had one. I'm not sure. I think about 22. When Elon Musk came in, I was like, hey, that sounds like a good bet. And um, I had like a thousand bucks in my account, and I was like, yeah, I'll buy Twitter, whatever. I didn't think too much of it. I'd certainly like to not lose any money off of that. So when it was announced that Elon Musk wanted to outright buy the whole platform, I was like, good, great, do it. You know, I'll, I'll take a little bit extra. But I think, you know, I'll make a little bit of uh, money off these shares, but at least the platform will succeed. Because right now, if they do not, if they do not allow Elon Musk to fix the platform at 9.2%, then it's a terrible investment and you shouldn't be holding on to it. But let's talk about Elon Musk's brilliant Wow, what would you call it? It's not necessarily like a pincer move. You know, some people have said maybe it is a financial pincer move. The idea being that he approaches he approaches them on two fronts so they have nowhere to go. Maybe. I suppose Elon Musk has put Twitter in a position where they have no choice but to sell, and it is brilliant. You know that Elon planned this out because of the $54.20 number. We can only assume. And because he announced financing on April 20th. Ha 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 ha. Okay, Elon. Okay, okay, okay. Now, there's going to be way more updates on this story later, especially if it's announced that Elon does secure the platform. We'll see who he's going to unban. I mean, he'll own it outright. He can do whatever he wants. But let me show you the story from the Wall Street Journal. And then we can all sit back and be like, man, Elon Musk, he planned this one out. Let me show you. The Wall Street Journal reports Twitter deal could be announced Monday. Twitter Inc. is in an, in an advanced discussion to sell itself to Elon Musk and could finalize a deal Monday, people familiar with the matter said. A dramatic turn of events just 11 days after the billionaire unveiled his $43 billion bid for the social media company. The two sides worked the night to hash out a deal that would be valued at $54.20 a share. The people said there are no guarantees they will reach one. Twitter had been expected to rebuff the offer, which Mr. Musk made April 14th without saying how he would pay for it, and put in place a so-called poison pill to block him from increasing his stake. But after Tesla, the Tesla uh, Tesla Inc. chief disclosed that he has $46.5 billion in financing and the stock market swooned, Twitter changed its posture and opened the door to negotiations. The Wall Street Journal reported Sunday that Twitter had warmed up to Mr. Musk's proposal and could reach a deal this week. Twitter shares rose more than 5% pre-market Monday. Now, that's something you need to understand. People started buying uh, buying uh, Twitter shares. I don't know if they... So Twitter is up 3.93% as of this uh, recording of this video. People believe it's going to happen. They, so look, look, look at it this way. If you were to buy in right now at $51 a share, you have a guaranteed $3 gain. That's pretty good. And if you're going to put in... Let's just, you know, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
I mean, that's three bucks for every 51 bucks. You're going to get free money. So people, of course, are going to buy this up probably until it hits around that number. But we'll see. Because here's the issue. If Twitter then says, you know, we're entertaining this, the price rises to around $54 and then says, we're already at 54 a share in the public market, so we're not going to sell. The price will collapse and people will panic and they'll, they'll, they'll sell like crazy. Here's where it gets really interesting. Check this out. Musk has said from the beginning that his $54.20 a share offer is his best and final, and he reiterated to Twitter chairman Brett Taylor again in recent days that he won't budge on price. Some of the people said. The conversation between the two sides were expected to focus on issues, including what Mr. Musk would pay should an agreed deal fall apart before being consummated. Twitter is slated to report first quarter earnings Thursday and had been expected to weigh in on the bid then, if not sooner. Elon Musk, you mad genius. You got him by the balls. You got no choice but to sell. You know why? We all know that Twitter is struggling. Their earnings are probably down or at the very least not meeting expectations. When that report comes out Thursday, the Twitter stock price is likely to fall. You know what that means? The fiduciary duty of the board would be knowing that with the, with the earnings report coming out, that the stock will fall. They have a responsibility to get their shareholders the best deal possible. If they do not take a $54.20 deal, and then on Thursday, they announce earnings were less than, uh, not confidence building, I'll put it that way. Like it could be bad. It could be okay. And the stock drops. Well, then you're going to have some very, very angry people saying, you could have disclosed all of this to Elon. Elon made you the offer. He could have agreed to it, even knowing that this that the, the price would be dropping. So you could have saved us money. The board has no choice. If it is true that the earnings are bad in any way and the stock price or, or for, for any reason, the stock price would go down and they know something would drive the price down, they have to take his offer. Otherwise, everybody's going to sue him. They'll get ripped to shreds. The potential turnabout on Twitter's part comes after Mr. Musk met privately Friday with several shareholders of the company to extol the virtues of his proposal while repeating that the board has a yes or no decision to make, according to people familiar with the matter. He also pledged to solve the free speech issues he sees as plaguing the platform and the country more broadly, whether his bid succeeds or not, they said. So look at it this way. Twitter's probably like, we've got an activist investor with a substantial stake. He's going to keep pressing, keep causing issues. Maybe we just walk from this one. Give him what he wants. Avoid lawsuits. Twitter is the public square. Twitter is where people like Taylor Lorenz was able to publish her story doxing leftist critic libs of TikTok and then lie about it. And then the Washington Post lied about it. I will do a special shout out. The other day, I was half jokingly saying, should I buy a billboard in Times Square saying Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok? Because it's look, I, if they just owned it, I'd be I, OK. But what makes me mad is the gaslighting. It's like you want to go on CNN and lie about this. But it was it was it was kind of like, a, what, what does a guy got to do to, you know, get buy a billboard in Times Square? But I'm also willing to do it. So I was like, I framed it. Jeremy Boring of The Daily Wire said, I'm in for half. And I'm like, let's do this. I know we'd be, we'd be giving Taylor Lorenz a free billboard in Times Square, but I, I just think a blanket black and white Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok is all you need. Nothing else. We don't need to say anything else about it. You don't got to over, uh, you, you don't got to complicate things. Just keep it simple, but we'll see how that plays out. I'm down. It's time to start getting involved in 
doing things like that. Also, I think we're going to do a, a Chicken City commercial in Times Square. But anyway, I, I digress. Let's read more about what's going on with Twitter. Musk made his pitch to select shareholders in a series of video calls with a focus on actively managed funds, the people said, in hopes that they could sway the company's decision. Mr. Musk said he sees no way Twitter management can get the stock to, to his offer price on its own, given the issues in the business and a persistent inability to correct them. It couldn't be learned if he detailed specific steps he would take, though he has tweeted about wanting to reduce the platform's reliance on advertising, as well as make simpler changes, such as allowing longer tweets. Is it good for business to step away from an advertising model in exchange for a subscription model? Hmm. Mr. Musk, uh, I think you don't need me to hear my thoughts on this one. You know, you, I, I think you don't me, need me to express. You don't need to hear my thoughts on this one. There we go. I got it. But let me just say, with um, the work we were doing, I, I absolutely regret that we did not launch TimCast.com a year sooner. We were making tremendous money via ads. I was producing double the amount of content I'm producing now. And finally, I was like, we need a website. We need to be able to expand. We need to do more than just this YouTube show. So we did. And um, we've diversified our, our revenue. But mostly what it does is it protects us from censorship. I should have done it a long time ago. That's what Elon Musk is talking about. Now, in a sense, we lost a lot of ad revenue. I suppose I could re-up all of my content production to an, the insane amount that I was doing uh, last time. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes I might feel like it. But I've been exercising more. You know, really, when I was doing, uh, I was doing like four hours a day of content and no time for exercising. And so I was like wasting away. Now I'm like, I've lost a bunch of weight. I'm really fit. Uh, uh, technically, what's it called? Bradycardia. My resting heart rate is 46. It's down to four. I, I went, uh, I got, I, I, my, I have a, a whoop. But I was getting my, 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 my resting heart rate checked and the, an alarm started going off. Like, wah, wah, wah. I was like, your heart rate's too low. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing good. No, I think exercising is extremely important. But anyway, my point is, Elon Musk's attitude must be from, you know, the way I see it is, you're, you're not going to make as much money if you, re, if you reduce the amount of ads you take, but you don't need to reduce the amount of ads you take. However, if you ask people to sign up and spend five bucks per month on Twitter Blue, I think most people who want to use the platform be active on it, big accounts like mine. Yeah, I have Twitter Blue. I'll spend five bucks a month. I don't care. These big brands like Reuters, Pillsbury, Wendy's or whatever, they're going to pay for an executive suite. Five bucks a month. In fact, I got to be honest, people would probably play, would pay more. But at the minimum tier, five bucks a month, you get verified. Now we know you're not a bot. You're a verified user. You get access to the verified, you know, dashboard or whatever. You get special access and things like that. People are going to want to do it. That will help make the platform healthier in the, you know, in, in, in much in this way that the, these, these sycophants who run it now, these ideologues have tried to claim they, they wanted it to be. They won't. But if you get rid of the, the bots and you have verified accounts, well, there you go. And this does not mean you need to have a, a real picture or a real name. It just means we know you're a real person and not someone running 10 different accounts. I like it. Now, Elon Musk is probably thinking if we improve the platform and we add 100 million members at five bucks a month, that will make the ads worth more money. So he's got a real strategy. So they've got to take his offer. Let me show you this. Let me show you what really pisses me off. This story from April 23rd, Twitter bans ads that contradict science on climate change. This one actually offended me.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I bought 22 shares. I don't think I'm going to break the bank and make billions of dollars. I just, I was like, I think it's a good bet. You know, now I'm, I actually have confidence in the company and I want to see how it does. So I, so I put a thousand bucks behind it. Banning ads that contradict science on climate change. Okay. That's political. Why is Twitter rejecting money? Someone says, I want to run an ad. Twitter should be like, okay, as long as it's not illegal. Now, there are some things I think would be in the uh, upholding their fiduciary duties. That is, if Twitter bans ad, banned ads that showed uh, aborted fetuses or something, I'd be like, mm, it's political. But I can understand why they wouldn't want to display sensitive imagery that could drive people off the platform. Now, you may disagree and think they should be allowed to run ads that do that. The problem is those ads appearing, you know, in front of people. So I suppose you could opt into sensitive content, but then who determines what is sensitive or not? That's challenging. I think that if Twitter said we're not going to allow that, they'd probably win in court saying we would lose users if we showed if we showed that. I think that's a fair point because I don't want to see it either. I, I know about it and I get it. And maybe you might argue that people need to see it to understand these issues, but that one's a tough one. Climate change? This is a political debate. I mean, you might, you might be upset and, and think that it's annoying that in politics, science gets rejected. I think climate change is an issue. I think humans are having a big impact on the planet. I think we should be cognizant of what's going on. And I think the, the best you can do is, is look to the science, even when it's just consensus and there's no, you know, I, I don't think consensus, consensus is science. But I, I simply, I, I do believe humans should be more responsible if, for whatever reason. I don't care if, if, you know, like some people are like, they don't think climate change is an issue. They don't think uh, um, uh, overpopulation is an issue. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really, those don't really move the needle for me anyway. I think we should have cleaner forms of energy, better, longer lasting forms of energy. I think we should do our best to protect trees and the environment and avoid oil spills and all that stuff. And then I'm like, you guys can have the climate change argument somewhere else. If we can just agree like, hey, we don't want oil spills, we don't want pollution, everybody basically agrees on that. So I'm cool, right? I see this and I'm just like, they're just throwing away money. Twitter is, is, is just throwing away money. Now, hold on there a minute. That's going to hurt the company. If somebody wants to buy an ad that says like, I disagree, they should be allowed to do it. It's not the first time they've done that. Take a, we got a bunch of stories. Twitter will ban all political ads. CEO Jack Dorsey says, why? Why? Oh, because of Russia, because of Russia. Twitter bans ads from Russian state media citing election interference efforts. Why? Is China allowed to run ads? Did you ban them? You can't just ban one country and be like, well, we're going to ban the one country because of this. No, 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 no. They are. They, and you know what? I can tell you how bad it really. Look at this one from uh, 2018, March 26th. Twitter bans cryptocurrency advertising, joining other tech giants in crackdown. Why? It's throwing away free money shareholders have a right to that money as a dividend or as growing value in their stock. Jack Dorsey has consistently misled that company. And it wasn't just him, it was the board. But either way, 
Twitter is a garbage platform that's run by a bunch of lunatics and ideologues. They have no idea how to fix this. And you know what? I think Elon Musk can. I think Elon, look at this. Even right now in the CNBC article, you can see the trending now. Twitter shares jump 4% on reports. It could accept Elon Musk's bid as early as Monday. Take the deal, Twitter. Do it. What's the worst case scenario? You walk away with some cash. Elon Musk burns the thing to the ground. I don't think that will happen. But at least the shareholders are taken care of because y'all are burning it to the ground as it is. Now, Elon, Elon, hear my words. Unban Project Veritas. I was thinking about tweeting something like that, but I'm like, you know, Elon needs to unban a lot of people. First, Donald Trump, obviously. Unban Donald Trump. He was banned because he said things that Twitter did not politically agree with. Donald Trump did not break the law on Twitter. So your politics should not remove someone. Free speech. Next up, we have Mr. Alex Jones, who was using innuendo and making say, oh, no, no, no. He got banned because he was yelling at Oliver Darcy. He's allowed to do it. If Oliver Darcy has an issue, Oliver Darcy can file legal paperwork against Alex Jones for harassment or something. But Alex Jones confronted him in a public space and insulted him, posted it to Twitter, and they banned him for it. I believe that's what they banned him for. Unban him. I humbly request people not behave that way. But humbling, humbling requests is about all that you can do or uh, humble requests. If Alex Jones wants to be mean, he can be mean. I think people should be less mean because it's an ineffective argument. What's the point of going up to Oliver Darcy and calling him a rat face or whatever? That's stupid. But he did. He did. And they banned him because he was being mean. No. mm -mm. Sorry. There are challenges here. And I am willing to see how this plays out. But you're allowed to be a nasty person. And I'll put it this way. Twitter's efforts to stop the incivility has not worked at all. All they've done is banned right-wing individuals who are less than civil. On the left, that's all they do. Taylor Lorenz doxed somebody, and Twitter doesn't care. They're like, me, Linked to it to the Washington Post. me. All right. I've had people post my address. Twitter goes, me. Fine. If there are no protections under, twi- under Twitter, Twitter rules, if there's no equal opportunity under Twitter rules, then it should be a free-for-all. I'm, I'm wondering how Elon will handle this, but um, you know, Twitter can drive major stock changes. It is a powerful, powerful tool and everyone knows it. Elon Musk has apparently already started some shell companies for SpaceX, Tesla, and Twitter. I would like to show you this tweet <clears throat> from at TC. TC is the executive editor of The Verge, who said, the free speech platform that is important is just the internet which is why net neutrality and connectivity have been, so, have been so important all along. If these folks truly cared about free speech, they would do everything in their power to make the internet faster, cheaper, and universal. Okay, so are you saying that Elon Musk does care about free speech because he launched Starlink? Because he sent satellite uh, um, receivers to Ukraine? If there is anybody who is trying to get internet to everybody, it would be Elon Musk. He certainly does care about free speech, doesn't he? Now, I'm still waiting on my Starlink it was supposed to come end of last year. Ugh. What's going on, Elon? But, you know, I'll, I'll take when I can get it. We really need it because um, we're awaiting construction, construction and permitting at Freedomistan, the new space. To, they got to lay down uh, a fi- fiber optic line. And our internet there is limited, so we really would like to get things up and running. Starlink would really help, but, you know, Starlink's far from perfect. But uh, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. 
I, I believe Elon Musk really does care about free speech. We're going to have more updates on what's going on with Starlink coming up today because either the deal happens or the deal falls through or they open it up to, to bidding. This is going to get really interesting, my friends. Elon Musk, I think, will save the platform. Trending in the United States, Elon Musk by Twitter. Did it happen already while I was recording this? Twi- no, no, no. So we're, yeah, you never know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come out, right? Twitter is poised to agree to a sale of Elon Musk of around, you know, but we will see. We will see. Nothing is nothing is confirmed. Elon Musk by Twitter is still trending. We don't we don't know. All right. All right. All right. We'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this on this channel. Thanks for hanging out and I'll see you all then. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.